0: Daniel ran through like a workout yesterday after practice. What did you see from him there? Yeah, I think he's working hard, ready to get better. He's doing everything we asked him to do. You know, he did a good job in a walkthrough yesterday. We put him through some, you know, basic agility, short space stuff. Um, I would say that he's throwing the ball well, but there's a lot of things we still have to see. You know, throwing the ball in short space and going through a walkthrough are very, very different than going through, you know, team periods and being able to see how this guy reacts, moves in the pocket, which is really our biggest concern is how he can protect himself on the field. So today will tell us a lot, and then tomorrow hopefully make the final decision. How do you expect to uh, split those first team snaps of practice between the two of them, or do you? Yeah, I mean, we'll mix guys in. We do that anyway, every day anyway. So we'll go ahead and mix them. We'll see how Daniel's working. We'll see him through individuals and see how his body's responding. You know, the more we think he can do, the more we'll let him take, and then Cole will get his share as well. Bruce Beck. Hey, Joe, has, has the four straight wins given your players a noticeable confidence? Um, and if so, is it a quiet confidence or is it a bravado? And, and what do you want from them in that regard? Well, I think the confidence they get is coming from practice execution. And they're playing confident in games because they performed in practice. And they know the guy next to them is also executed in practice, so they can play aggressive with their techniques. Look, confident or not, what I expect them to do is go out there and compete every day and improve on a daily basis. Um, and keep looking forward. You know we talked to them a lot. there's there's obviously a lot of hypotheticals out there. We talked about this yesterday, and we need to remain focused on what's real and what's real is this Sunday against Cardinals. Hey, Joe, uh, I mean, it sounds like you're generally not sure what Daniels status is. is Is there any benefit in your opinion to not disclosing that? Like does it make if you're on the other side, does it make you have to game plan for two quarterbacks? I would say on the other side, it may have to make you game plan for two quarterbacks. Be completely just transparent and honest with you guys, I don't have an answer for you right now on that. I mean, I really got to see this guy move around the field, and that's just what it is. You know, Look, we want all of our players to be fully healthy and be out there. Um, he did a walkthrough yesterday. He did an abbreviated workout with the trainers that we watched after practice. But that being said, none of those things are what my concern are for him going into Sunday. So until he does some things that I can really see and make you know the judgment that he can protect himself and stay out there healthy on the field, I can't give you an answer. I would just be making something up. And then a question on McKinney. We spoke to Jerome last week, and he kind of spoke about the balance. If you want to get in there, but the defense is playing well, so you don't want to mess with it. I mean, How do you assess that? Well, no, look, Zay's only going to make us better when he gets on the field so long as he performs in practice. He's been doing a really good job in practice. Uh, his role will keep increasing as we go. The thing I've explained to Zay, and, I, and I've you know told the coaches as well, is we got to be fair to this guy. And this guy's been out of football now. He's a rookie. He hasn't played in preseason. He missed the first, you know, however many games. He comes in against Cincinnati a couple weeks ago. We can't throw him on the field for 50 snaps. You know, we want to kind of get him in, get him used to the speed of the game, get him on the grass, make some adjustments, start communicating, Gave him a little bit more, you know, reps last week. You know, we'll see how it progresses out these next four weeks. But I expect his role to keep in, in, uh, increasing. And I do expect this play to keep improving because he's going to be working with the team out there. So he's done a great job working for us. Um, It's not easy being on IR as a rookie and being out of that and getting all your, you know, mental reps while you're watching everyone else on the grass. And then when all of a sudden you're taking off and you're putting with the team, you know, you're really doing everything for the first time, even though you've heard the calls, you've made the calls looking at tape. It's a lot different when you're on grass and you're adjusting to the formation or you've got to go ahead, you know, and disguise something pre-snap and then get to your landmark post-snap. So... He's done a great job preparing. Uh, the coach has done a good job keeping him, you know, up to speed with what we're doing game plan-wise. But, again, to be fair to this guy as a rookie, we got to let him come in and progress his career at the right rate and not just throw everything on his plate. You know, it's just not fair to him as a player. Thanks, Tom Rock. Tom Rock. Joe, you know, one of the guys we haven't asked you about in a while is Andrew Thomas, and that's probably a good thing. Uh, what have you seen from him? Was there a moment where things – clicked in your mind for him? And how has he handled the change in uh, offensive line coaches? Yeah, I think the entire unit's improved every week. I think Andrew especially, there was a lot of questions about him early in the year. We were getting in you know, daily press conferences, all that stuff. Look, this guy's never blinked. He's never wavered. One thing about Andrew is he's played aggressive for 60 minutes in every game this season. And I see that in practice every day. He's very intelligent. He's very insightful. He's got that quiet, you know, demeanor to him where you know he's digesting everything you say. And then when he asks the questions, he has to write smart questions. Um, but I see him playing very aggressive. I see him, you know, playing effectively. And uh, I see his level of play improving. But that's natural for any rookie through the course of the season of just getting more and more experience, especially with the way he had to start this season. I mean, look, this guy came in baptized by fire. He saw some of the top rushers in the world out the gate. And look, this guy stepped up to the plate and he fought his butt off for 60 minutes and he kept improving and kept improving and I see him improving every day. George. Hey, Joe, Hey, Paul. the, the um, decisions you've made this year as a head coach, you know, every, every all, all the in-game stuff, went to punt, went to go for it, trick plays, all that stuff. Is a lot of that who you are or is it a lot of that based on the team you have now, which is. Uh, You don't score a lot of points. You don't give up a lot of points, you know? And and so is that you and how you want to be? Or could you see down the road, maybe if your team is a big explosive team, you're going to be a different head coach in some of the things you do in game. I'll always play to the strengths of our players, Paul. So whatever's best for that specific team and that specific game plan, I'll always make the decision that I think is best at that moment. Sometimes that may be punting on a short field, maybe attempting a long field goal, maybe going for it on fourth down. Um, so I'm always going to make the decision. It's not going to look uniform. You're not going to look at some Excel sheet every decision that I've made because I'm not going to make this thing based on some kind of analytical chart that they say when you should go for two, when you should punt, when you should go for on fourth and one. To me, there's a big feel of the flow of the game and knowing your team and knowing the opponent they're playing against. So you've got to really know your team. You have to know your strengths. And you have to understand how the complementary football is being played as well. You know. Is it worth going for it on fourth down and giving them the ball at midfield if your defense is playing you know, really well? Do you punt the ball down the field and make them go 95 yards? You know, basically saying we're confident we're going to get the ball back in three plays and our punt return unit should give us a field position to have a fresh set of downs. Or do you want to give them the ball at midfield, all right, and give them a shorter field, you know, maybe 15 yards away to get in the field goal range? So to me, it's the balance of how you're playing on all three phases of the game and it's the flow of that specific game. So I know it sounds very, gray area and vague there's a to me there's a great feel element of it of knowing what's going on in that game and what I think is going to be best you know to win that game one constant is I mean that whole 20 point threshold you know your team is not getting much above 20 points in a lot of these games so does that really wear on a head coach as far as look I don't have a lot of room to play with here nope <laughs> nope whatever it is you know our goal is to keep this thing close and win in critical situations so I see an improvement from our team throughout the season on that. We'll do whatever it takes to win. However we got to play. I don't care if we got to hand the ball off 100 times, throw it 100 times. we got to blitz every player, play nothing but, you know, ten guys back in coverage. But whatever it's going to take each game, we'll do. Thanks. Hey, Joe. uh, Pat Graham said a couple weeks ago his job is to reflect the vision of the head coach. And obviously you wouldn't have hired him. If you didn't believe you guys were like-minded – I'm just curious, Beyond January, with all the time you work with Pat up in New England, with time or, or what made you know then back then that you guys were, like I said, like-minded and have a similar vision for what you want to accomplish on a football field? You know the previous years that we worked together, you know up up in New England, you find out a lot about each other, um, going through kind of harder times, rough seasons, long hours. Look, it's not all pats on the backs and conversations. a lot of times me and Pat really challenge each other, you know, when working together. You know, there were arguments and different, you know, philosophical questions we had to answer. You know, there were a lot of times that we had to shed some weight in the offseason, me and him would walk around the fields, you know, in spring before the players got back and just have a lot of talks about, you know, just how to build a team or what we really believe in or, you know, what we think our priorities to accomplish in terms of, you know, setting a culture. Um, So, look, we always found time, even when we didn't work together, me and Pat would always find each other at the Combine make sure we found time to just to talk ball, you know, and he was a guy that if I had a question on something that was going on or how to handle a situation, he was always a guy I could give a phone call to, you know, and he may, <clears throat> excuse me, he may shoot me a phone call or text in the same regard. So, again, I think when you work with people and you put in long stressful hours, you know, you go through some adverse situations, you really find out, you know, who those people truly are. And uh, when you come out on the other side, is there's someone you can trust Then that that's someone you want to go forward with. zero? Hey joe i have two quick things here one was a one's a follow on pat a little bit uh graham um is there any part of him that is his demeanor is a little bit different behind closed doors than that kind of prim and proper ivy league vibe that he exudes on our on our zoom calls you know you see he gets after his guys pretty good behind closed doors does he not pat has a lot of depth to him so yeah there, there's you know, I think we all do. I think we're all different um, in front of a camera than we are maybe in a classroom, than we are on the field. Um, I think you've got to hit the field with a certain level of juice and urgency that you can't just walk around whispering in players' ears and getting to respond. That's just not our personality. That's not the personality of really any coach on our staff. So, you know, Pat, Pat's, Pat's got a tremendous personality. He's very funny. He's very intelligent. He's very insightful. Um, he's great to have around. He gives great perspectives on a lot of things. Um, look, I really can't say enough positive things about him. And with regard to Leonard Williams, I know you were you were extremely uh, complimentary of, of his personality and what he brings, you know, in terms of his attitude. But I wonder what you're seeing technically from him this year, and how he's meshed with you know with his position coach and and with with Pat. And you know, these numbers are starting to build up for him more so than they have in his career. Yeah. Look, first off, he, he's freakishly talented. So there's only so much you're going to teach this guy from a, a skill set-wise. Now, you have to refine the technique, the fundamentals. You don't really emphasize the finish. I think Spence has done a really good job with Leonard in those, in those areas. And the one thing that really shows up, I think, the way Leonard's playing is he has tremendous finish right now of getting to the quarterback or in pursuit getting to the runner. Um, he's making a lot of disruptive plays. A lot of things don't show up on stat sheets, but you know, if they're doubling him, someone else is single. You know, where's the pressure coming from? So there's a lot of things that Leonard does by just kind of the caliber of athlete he is. But to me, the finish he's playing with is really, you know, making a big difference for us as a team. Thank you, Joe. Was that two, two more? Don Levy and Drew. Don Hey, Joe. Hey, Ron. You have, you have four free agents you brought in, you know, after you were hired, obviously, who are making huge impacts. Blake, Logan, Bradbury, and Graham Gano. I'm wondering if you could share some of the insights that went into free agency with you, Dave, Kevin. Were you, we want the best players we can afford? Were you... We want guys who can be here, make immediate impacts for you. We want guys who are going to be here for the long term, foundational guys. How did you approach free agency? Because it seems like you guys hit on all those guys. Well, I think there's a lot of elements to everything you just said right there. Uh, we obviously worked, I thought we worked very well together, just collectively sharing a vision and what we're looking to build this team with. Um, I laid out the way I saw this team being built. Uh, we had a lot of conversations in terms of what the best way of going about that was. I thought Dave and his staff did a great job in terms of identifying who's out there, who's available. And then to me, there was such a key element in bringing in the right kind of people. And I think all the guys you just named, you know, they're very capable players, but they're very good people and they're very good teammates. And when you have guys who are good people in the locker room, who are good teammates, they're passionate about what they're doing, they work hard every day, you're going to improve as a team. That's going to happen. And to me, those guys have all made a lot of impact. And it's not just because of a skill set or a talent level. It's because of the way they come to work every day as professionals and the way they work on the field and the way that they care about their teammates and the teammates help raise them up when they're having a tough time because they care about them as well. Coaches always talk about constantly improving, Joe. You signed Graham and Logan in late August. Where would this team be without those guys? Well, look, th- those guys done a tremendous job for us right there. I mean, Logan's really built in a lot of the versatility and depth we have on defense. This guy does a lot of things behind the scenes. He does a lot of things in meetings. Uh, Logan's a guy that challenges you constantly. You know, He's the guy you go in there with in a meeting, and you better present something to him, and you better have all the answers because he's going to ask 35 questions, and they're all very good, insightful questions, and he's going to make you think and confirm that what you've presented to that team is the best sound plan for them to have success. And he doesn't do that in a uh, testing way. He just does it because he wants to be completely thorough and make sure we're on the same page and everyone understands how it's supposed to be played. And I'll tell you what, you know, Graham's really done a great job for us with the field goals, with the kickoffs. Uh, This guy's got a great temperament. He's a competitor. I'm glad he's here. He's obviously made a lot of big kicks for us. And, uh, look, kicker's one of those positions a lot of times you don't really notice until you don't have one. And when you don't have one, that's all you can think about. Last one here, Great. Coach, uh, Coach Graham was talking earlier about tailoring game plans to uh, each specific opponent. I just was wondering, is there any specific benefit to the fact that you faced Russell Wilson last week, and now this week you're going up against a similar strong-arm mobile quarterback in Kyler Murray? I mean, look, you could say that there's elements that are the same of these guys in terms of their mobile quarterbacks, big arms, can extend plays, can run down the field. Uh, at the same time, I think it's I don't think it's the best thing to do is try to paint these guys with a broad brush and say that they're the same quarterback. I don't see that at all. I think they're both very talented, very capable. They're both explosive, but they both have their own play style. They both do things within their own unique personality, and you have to know how to play each one different. And there's a lot of subtleties that we see on tape, and there's some broad strokes that, you know, our players have to understand are very different as well. But one of the misconceptions I've been asked about a lot this week and have heard is just because someone can run and throw, you know, does that help you? Well, I mean, look, we're playing Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson – that's not the same as Russell Wilson. It's not the same as Murray. These are all very different quarterbacks, different skill sets. There's just some basic things you can check boxes on. Are they mobile? Yes. Do they have big arms? Yes. Are they explosive? Yes. Are they the same player? No. They're all very different, you better understand how they play within their offense and how they operate to be able to have a chance to have success against them.